0: From around the craft table, I will be the one doing the audio essay this week. Last time it was um, Miles Taylor. This time it's me. Anyway, this week I would like to talk about controversy around film. Specifically, um, the reason why I want to talk about this is because of James Gunn's tweets, and that got him, you know, fired. This happened about ooh, a couple weeks ago, and a few days ago, Karen Gillan, uh, Zoe Zildana Dave Bautista, and all the, you know, main's big actors of Gardens of the Galaxy, which James Gunn directs, or in this case, directed, they came out to defend him, pretty much. They came out with a statement saying, we fully support James Gunn. We were all shocked by his abrupt firing last week, last week at the time of the release of the statement, and have intentionally waited these 10 days to respond in order to, th- to think and discuss. Each of us looks forward to working with our friend James again in the future. His story is not over, not by a long shot. There is little due process in the court of opinion. James is likely not the last good person to be put on trial. Given the growing political divide in this country, this country and being USA, it's safe to say instances like this will continue. Although we hope Americans from across the political spectrum can ease up on the character, assassinations and stop weaponizing mob mentality so that last part of the statement the last paragraph is pretty much the gist of this audio essay and the episode you're about to listen to episode I believe six season two episode six because there is a an element to film where you know you have to take risks because otherwise you get held back. You know, you, you, you no longer are pushing yourself far enough. You're no longer getting out there because you, you you become stagnant because you're no longer taking risks. But obviously there is a risk of taking a risk, right? This whole public opinion, having little due process, having, you know, mob mentality and having a really strong divide and their opinions as a, as a big mass becomes sort of the driving force for a decision, whether that decision was right or wrong, good or bad, it affects your risk in, in the films that you make because yeah, sure. You want to, you you want to take a risk to go further and do better. We've talked about this in a podcast before, but at the risk of potentially being ostracized by people. It's, it's an interesting thing. It's a bit of a catch 22 where your intent could potentially be interpreted wrongly. We had a short film called Nailed It. And as we've said before, that one was interpreted differently than what was intended, unfortunate but it happened. Because of it, it never really got any legs beyond the contest that we put it in. We wanted to give it more, see how far we can get it. Never happened because it's just, people seem to be in the opinion that there is a sort of misogynistic, anti-feminist message to it. Um, obviously, not our intent whatsoever. All we wanted to do was give a twist to a, a rom-com type of film but it was taken that way and you know again going up against public opinion going up against mob mentality hard to defend yourself against that as soon as most people have a specific opinion and perspective on you and once they have you know a group of people behind them that reassure and confirm their views can't really change it right and there's a lot of political divide political issues political climate stuff that is going on right now that really is hard to go up against so that's sort of the topic that i want to talk about and james gunn's tweets were you know admittedly pretty bad uh you know, he jokes about pedophilia talks about some sexual things here and there so that got a rise out of people that said he's apologized about uh, those tweets about seven years ago three years after he made those tweets i guess he's a product of his time you know when back in like the 90s when everybody a lot of pop culture was going that edgy say anything you want, fuck the authorities, fuck the system sort of humor, sort of approach to things. He seems to be a product of that time. So that seems to be where that those tweets come from when you could just say whatever the fuck you want and people go, haha, it's funny. You're saying it because it's not good. And yeah, we're saying it because, you know, fuck the system. Fuck what they say. We can just say whatever you want. But obviously, the the climate has changed ever since like the 90s right in the 90s you would have like uh, i'm gonna use another form of media here wrestling where it was the attitude era and literally guys would call out you know women's boobs and like stare at them and laugh and then all the boys like cheered and clamored for it and then there's it was full of dick jokes it was full of guys humping the floor and then everybody in the crowd laughed because it was so funny it was so rebellious it was so edgy and then around that time was also when a family guy and South Park started late, late late 90s um and South Park obviously is known for its very very crude humor to this day you know they make pedophile jokes they make racist jokes They make sexist jokes they make they offend everybody and anybody, pretty much. Same with Family Guy. There's literally a character in Family Guy who's an actual pedophile, Herbert, the old guy who always, who always um, hits on Chris. Now, again, I'm not defending those things. What I'm saying is James Gunn's humor and approach to um, entertainment seems to stem from that time frame. It just so happens that he did it at a time when it's no longer as accepted. South Park's still around. Family Guy's still around, which kind of takes me to my next point. Family Guy and South Park and movies like Deadpool, they still hold those um, edgy, crude jokes. That never went away. Deadpool has a bunch of jokes with, like, baby dicks and little boys and uh, something about, you know, Being good with his lips with kids. Like something around those lines. And people laughed. People thought it was funny. Did Ryan Reynolds get fired for the same? That kind of shit? No. And if we're on the topic of bringing up people's pasts. Awful pasts. You you literally got a guy. Who was a drug addict. And alcoholic. And was on trial. Was in court. For like many years. In Robert Downey Jr. Is he getting ostracized? No. And honestly, it's a good thing that he's not. He doesn't deserve to be. Just like how, in my opinion, James Gunn doesn't really deserve to be either. Because you can't, you know, be forgiving of these other things. and Then ostracized as one guy because it somebody pointed it out, out loud. Now, that said, I will admit... Uh, some people do have a point, you know. Um, you know, you shouldn't joke about pedophilia. You shouldn't joke about that kind of stuff because people who have experienced those things have trauma, and it's not a laughing matter. Yes, super fair. That is totally true. But in this case, the blame and the anger seems to be misdirected. There are legitimately people that the anger and that sort of get him out of here he doesn't deserve to be here sort of mentality needs to be directed at and i just don't think james gunn is that person so it's it's tough you know and with this uh, upcoming podcast me along with whoever are the panelists for this episode will be elaborating on this further and we will be Discussing the different sides that I pointed out in this little audio essay, and we hope you could join us and we hope you enjoy. What's your opinion?